You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 51. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack a lagging podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 51. Cinquentuno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On today's topic, we're going to be finally unveiling the long awaited topic of meeting people where they're at in life. And I think this is a pretty good topic. Been begging John forever to get this thing out so we could uh, do it. Yeah. And we're finally there. Um, John, you want to tell us a little bit about what you think on the top? Well, first off, I want to say uh, thanks to my sister-in-law, Amanda. Uh, she's the one that threw it out probably nine months ago. So it took nine months of being ignored, <laughs> continued to pester, to get on the list of uh, important things in hot dogs life. And it sometimes it takes a lot. I mean, for me, so whatever CC says, bam, he's right in. But it's a whole nother animal if I got to try to get something important in front of hot dog here. I'll be honest. I would say that's all false minus the back half. CC, if he says something normally happens, John's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did give it the official blessing last week. So yeah, good. It, We're on board it now. made it. It made it. It's a good topic. I'm excited about it. I am too. I think you can go a lot of directions with it. Um, so I, I am very excited about today. Yeah, I am too. And also I want to say a little congratulations to you two guys. Um, I don't know if anybody noticed, uh, came out today or December, uh, we had the hot, we made it on the hot 50 podcast, um, link for podcast magazine. Uh, yeah. so came in hot. Yes. Hoping to climb the charts. Uh, it's a big honor to be on there. Uh, just got a text right before that we came on the cast, uh, <laughs> from a friend of mine who's had some input on this, uh, Jackie, she was like, holy something or another. That's a big deal. So yeah, there are some pretty big names on that list. So it is pretty neat little honor we got here. So we appreciate all y'all listening. Uh, without y'all, we wouldn't be on any list. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, appreciate yeah, your support. Absolutely, we appreciate y'all voting for us um, and continue to do so. We want to climb that chart. Yeah, man, pretty neat. Glad we got some talent in here. <laughs> <laughs> they can help us out. And before we get cracking into the good old topic here today we're gonna to kick it back over to john who's got the weekly would you rather what you got for us johnny boy well before i would you rather i do want to say i uh, appreciate everybody continuing to share the podcast so if you hear a message that maybe someone you know friend or family member would like to hear feel free to uh share that with them also um it's always great to have more reviews uh, out there when people are looking for a podcast to listen to so if you haven't um Put one on the on the uh, page yet. Go ahead and give us one if you don't mind, and uh, that'll help push this thing along. So, getting back to the would you rather. 
Bring it, bro. Coming right off the cuff today, I believe. Huh? All right. Right off the cuff. You're right. I saved my buddy CC over here. You know, he came through last week, so now I got to get on get on his team and help him out a little bit today. Oh, you're the man. Thanks for covering me. He didn't, have, he didn't have one ready, so. Steve's no got comment. Us. Would you rather, and Hot Dog needs to answer this one first. Would you rather, man, that was a big gulp. I'm ready. Would you rather be the wind or the stream? Hmm. I feel like sometimes the wind might push the stream. Just in listening to it, and I'm wondering. Well, I mean, what... during the hurricanes, yes, it definitely pushed the rivers and streams all to the north. Pretty, well, pretty violently. It's kind of easy for me. I'll take the stream because they got a lot of them up there in North Carolina. So I'd probably rather be cruising down. Nice, pretty rocks under me. I like to get those rocks out of the stream. Actually, got a lot of those in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what the intent behind this is, but I'm gonna take the stream. Am I missing something? This question? No, that's, that's actually. It. I didn't see this question coming. That's a good one. I mean, that's like all right. So I think as he's talking, I'm thinking I might want to be the wind. I love streams. I love the peace and serenity of a stream and the, the stillness. But wind, I guess I've always wanted to fly. That'd be kind of cool, right? So just the the. When the wind blows, I like. Uh, I always enjoy a windy day. I enjoy the sound of the wind going through the trees. He does. He hopped right out in the wind in the hurricane. You know? I saw the footage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, you know, like got plenty of footage from hey. that. Yeah. Whether the wind's 150 miles an hour <laughs> or 15 miles an hour, I just kind of picture this sort of carefree um, flying through the world and exploring like an airplane. I don't know. So wind. That's what I'm gonna go with. All right, How good about you, choice. Brother? Good choice. Yeah, I'm right there with you, CC. Um, I would go with the wind. I, I like to to fly. I've done some skydiving, and I guess it's probably the closest I'm going to get to being part of the wind. Um, a lot of wind in your face whenever you jump out of an airplane, but it's just a peaceful thing. Um, so I would go with the wind, and I'm also going to point out that uh, since Hot Dog over here is the stream, he's going to get peed on and pooped on by all the animals. So. There is that going on, but wind, wind, <laughs> wind causes a lot of harm because I did go to the hurricane there for a minute. Some wind can be kind of dangerous. The only other reason I would have gone with wind, I like to be free, and I feel like the wind is pretty freeing. It kind of yeah. does its thing, bebops from different places, but I would still pick the stream. brings me back up to North Carolina. Okay. wasn't too bad, John. That's a good one. Well, you still got peed on. <laughs> <laughs> Dream boy. Oh, I want to say, you know, Hot Dog's got a new look going on now. He finally I about to say, the hair looks hair. good. He trimmed his beard. He's starting to look like a little schoolboy again, so. Hey, I did cut my hair, and I'm pretty happy about it, to be honest. It was a bittersweet moment to watch it go. That was the longest my hair's ever been. Crazy long. Yeah, and cut it. I want to thank Courtney's sister. She came to my office and cut it in my office. I didn't even have to leave. Way to go, Sam. Yeah, Sam. Big pick up there. Um, and I did. I shaved my face a little bit. We'll let it bring back out, though. See what happens there. I also, before we get cracking here, I know we're delaying things like we normally tend to do. I want to thank Cece for the books he just gave us. Oh. Cece's got John and I going on a little journey here. We'll see who's going to finish the journey first and what we come of it. Got us. You want to tell us about what you got us? <laughs> so, the name of the book is called Theology of the body and it's for beginners because we all got to start somewhere for including sure myself. John and I. 
But, you know, it's basically an introduction to St. John Paul II's teachings on the sexual revolution. So it's really intriguing. Whoa, yeah, risque. Hey, I, you know, I, <laughs> I bring these guys some risque books sometimes, <laughs> but it's written by St. John Paul II. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, Theology of the Body uh, just goes into... Uh, I think really what's God's plan for our, our human bodies on earth? How are we able to be his vessel in this world for the, you know, we're put on this earth to to be um, Jesus for people and through our bodies. Without our bodies, we couldn't physically, um, you know, take action and to do these things. So it's really theology of the body for beginners, and uh, that's a good place to start. It will blow your mind because obviously it goes into relations between a man and a woman, but also talks about... Um, the celibate life talks about just, you know, really God's plan for our bodies as a temple, a holy temple. So I can't wait to see what you guys think about it. Yeah, CeCe's so fired up about this book, and so is his dear wife, April. Heard a lot mm-hmm. about it, so I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty interested and excited to tune in, find a little more about our purpose in life here. Yep, looking forward to reading it. I think it's going to be a good thing. Uh, well, I need to bring up one more thing before we get started. I know this is kind of a delay, but... Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to put out some free agency um, feelers for the podcast. I don't know if y'all saw one of the other ones on the podcast list. Number 38 came in, and it is Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Oh. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they might need a third man. There's just two guys there, so Dude, I'm we'll put see. It out there. <laughs> Inside the Crazy they Ant Farm. Talent, I'm sure. That's awesome. If only they it knew just, somebody who... It just was calling to me. It's called to be an ant farmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, no, go for it. Okay, let's make our way into this meeting people where they're at. And I think it's a pretty cool topic. Like we said in the prelude here, you could go a lot of places with it. But the first thing that comes to my mind is you never know what kind of day someone's had. You never know what, they're, what they've got going on in their life. John actually just shared pre-podcast a pretty cool story about an encounter he had at the Sam's or the Walmart somewhere along the way. I think that's a great example John might want to speak of here a little bit. But that that's what comes to my mind is... Don't judge someone. You don't know what they've got going on in their life. Um, it could be something amazing. could be something pretty rough. And just trying to be open-minded to each person we meet along the road. No, I agree. And, uh, you know, there's everybody's had trials. Everyone has had struggles in life. <clears throat> Some of them have been much more intense and uh, painful than others. So, you know, I think whenever you have encounters with people, for the most part, people put on a a strong, tough face and say, you know, I'm doing great. I'm fine. Everything's good to go. Um, and that goes on both from both parties, the person who's asking and the person who is responding. So, you know, it, it takes a very brave and courageous person to let down your guard and share some of those things with uh, another person because you don't know how they're going to react. So I think it's something that, uh, is passed or pushed down the road or just completely avoided by a lot of people um, until something really goes off the rails. So what do y'all think? You know, I think that we, when I hear that, John, think what came to my mind is we're all human. We all do go through some stuff in life, trials, tribulations, excitement, highs, lows. But the fact that we're all human, even if it's not necessarily a high or a low, uh, we're built with the, the good old human spirit that I like to talk about a lot. And I think it's important to try to look at everybody we meet with that same thing. We are all connected in some way. We all do have God and Jesus in us. Um, so that's what really comes to my mind is trying to see that and all. One thing that 
kind of spoke to me is in these interactions y'all refer to, you have to communicate. So we're, you know, we may be communicating with somebody because we're trying to help them, or maybe we're communicating with somebody because we're trying to deliver our, our message, our opinion. We're trying to get them to help us accomplish something. And, you know, it's all about that, that communication. Uh, and how can you most effectively do that? And I think it's meeting people where they're at. And in the service industry, you know, or I say service industry, but if you're in a, you know, a field or a profession where you serve others, which I like to think that maybe we do, and a lot of people do, you know, a physician, uh, maybe a teacher serving her kids, doctor serving their patients, attorney serving his client, um, you know, if you're in that vocation of serving others, you kind of have to meet people where they're at. Like they're coming in with fears, anxieties, prejudices. Um, a background that you don't understand and if you go in there trying to force your will and your opinion and your ideas and your beliefs without actually listening to them and trying to at least understand where they're coming from then it's not a very effective relationship so that communication part really I think is huge yeah I agree communication can also be in a really simplistic form of sometimes not even saying anything just being there for somebody being a presence for somebody hanging out with somebody spending some time because sometimes in life you meet people where they're at and they just need a friend they need a pal they need a presence versus just kind of you know hanging out or being stuck in their own mind their own thoughts with you know what they've got going on in life and i'm sure we've all been there at some point sometimes you got to be able to get out of your own head and it does some good just to be around other people yeah and you know i, th I think a big component of that communication is listening <clears throat> and hearing what uh, is on the individual's heart and mind um, and not just sitting there waiting for your turn to talk or sitting there thinking of something to say back. Um, I, I think you can learn a lot from people and you can pick up subtle, uh, hint subtle indications that, you know, they said they're fine, they're great, but that may not be the indication uh, underneath the surface. So I think being a good listener and, uh, you know, truly communicating and talking with someone rather than talking at them. I think uh, in general, a lot of Christians get a lot of um, flack for maybe talking at people rather than talking with people, um, having a debate, having some type of communication with them um, that uh, I think could be better served by actively listening to whatever the opposing opinion is and then responding uh, accordingly. Yeah, and sometimes it helps to ask questions too. Um, you know, instead of talking at or down or to somebody, just ask them some questions because that's another way to get some intel out. And I think another thing that comes to my mind is probably I had a tendency for sure when I was younger, don't, don't judge a book by its cover too or hold someone's past against them, whatever they've had going on in their life because um, you don't know because you had not walked in their shoes. It's kind of one of the reasons I like to do my take three thing at night. Um, say say some Hail Marys for somebody or a family, <clears throat> spend a little time thinking about them, try to put, put yourselves in their shoes. And then it, it helps to sometimes reach out to the person as well um, who you may have encountered along that day or, you know, that week or something and visit with them a little bit. I think kind of piggybacking on both of y'all's uh, comments there is just an observation, just observing their body behavior, observing their comments. You can learn a lot. Um, you know, when you ask questions, it's trying to you know, maybe just being silent because, you know, when you ask somebody, you're caring about them. You're wanting to know why they feel the way they do or what motivates them. And sometimes it takes time for them to think about it. Um, and if you just keep injecting your opinion, you know, then maybe you don't give them the time to really discern what you're asking. So just being present and really not saying a whole lot. Um, one thing I heard was, you know, 
being silent isn't simply just remaining silent and not talking, but it's also can maybe silencing our judging mind. So if you have a tendency to want to judge the situation, maybe you're just going to silent your opinions and thoughts on the, on the situation and let that person have the opportunity to kind of just see what's what's on their heart. And you could facilitate that by asking a question, but just kind of having that quiet that quiet silence. Yeah, I think being patient with people um, is extremely important. I think that goes along the lines with some of the things that you were talking about. Um, you know, if you are having a religious debate with somebody who may be a non-believer, uh, you know, giving them small nuggets here and there and being patient over time would be a lot uh, more effective, in my opinion, than if you beat them, try to beat them over the head into submission. Um, I think that's kind of what was brought up in one of the earlier pod, uh, podcasts whenever we had Diana come on. <clears throat> that was something that was uh, very important for her, that uh, she gets asked that question a lot, and her response was, you know, pray for these people, do what you can, answer the questions if they have it, but uh, browbeating them over the head with uh, certain views or opinions isn't going to do a whole lot from changing them. They'll just try to avoid you in the future. Yeah, and try to see value um in all people and really all things in life uh love and accept all i think is another cool thing that i try to live by uh each day because we all do each person has a value has a talent in life to give a purpose to give and sometimes the the person or even ourselves uh, i sure can say at one one point or two in my life where i've struggled to feel like what is my value what is my talent what is the purpose you know um but we all are here for a reason we all do have that purpose that talent um, so trying to see that in other people, but also some people just need help getting that out too. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes you want the other person to, to grow or heal or advance more than they want it for themselves. Yeah. And, you know, so you're just trying to help diagnose their values, their needs, their emotions. I mean, I know we all need it for ourselves, but, you know, I'm thinking of like, even like the only example I can use is like my children, you know, I can come in and be mean, stern dad with all these high expectations and, you know, you got to do this, this, and this. Well, that's not, you're going to hit a brick wall there. I know that doesn't work because each child's unique. They all have different personalities. They're all loved different ways. They all hear and receive the information I verbally tell them in different ways. So it's just trying to help them, um, you know, find out how they, you know, analyze the stuff I'm telling them. And, you know, if a person's only wanting to walk and not necessarily run, I have to be willing to walk with them and not push them uh, because it opens the door for more communication, which down the road can hopefully I can be the person they need me to be. Yeah, to go back to something that um, Hot Dog said a while ago, you know, I think there's a lot of people who maybe have peaks and valleys in their life, uh, difficult situations. And this reminds me of uh, something that H.D. Um, Thoreau said um, from one of his writings. Uh, it said, the masses of men lead lives of quiet desperation. And I think that's right on the money for probably every single one of us at some point in time. Um, and just to be on the lookout for people who may be showing signs of that, that you can you know, offer them a compliment, kind word, something like that. Absolutely, really brother. I think that's really neat. And it's one of those things I kind of alluded to, I think, on a podcast or two ago. You kind of, it does. I think it happens to all of us. We all do get in a moment of despair, hope, uh, hopelessness. I'm not saying on life necessarily, but could be in certain instances where 
you know, we need somebody and, and you don't know when that's going to change. Like life could be awesome. You could be hitting it great in your career, family life. And then one day you wake up and it's just a little different or it could just boom, snap of the finger change for the better too. Um, and that's one of those mysteries of life that's hard to find, but I do truly believe is one of our purposes in life to experience those valleys, those peaks, um, it is a, a big thing. And I think also, John, you had just alluded to pay somebody a compliment, etc. I think it's a pretty neat thing. Um, if you hold the door open for somebody, tell somebody they look nice that day with whatever they're wearing or, Hey, you're doing a good job at work. You know, saying something nice to somebody can go a long way for the person, can build them up because you don't know what it does for them, but can make you feel good too. Just the simple act of giving is a pretty neat thing to experience for the person doing the giving too. Yeah, it is neat uh, whenever you see the reaction when somebody truly appreciates uh, or, you know, is in need of hearing some something like that. Um, I've seen that a number of times and whenever it's visible, you can visibly see the change in the person. It's, it's really rewarding, even though it may have been really nothing that I said or did that's outstanding. Uh, but to see that reaction in someone else is pretty cool. It's kind of cool when you focus on meeting people where they're at, but also looking at how maybe it touches your life. Mm-hmm. Um, in kind of meeting people where they're at, there's one thing that was said is to let people be where they want to be, not where we want them to be. Well, if we use that and talk about our life, you could say, let life be where it is, not necessarily where we want it to be. Like be in the moment, um, and be willing to be transformed in that process rather than focusing only on changing. So, you know, if you're helping somebody and you're helping change them or be there for them, you know, what is that going to do for you? What is that? How, mm. how are you getting stronger and growing in that? But on the flip side, you know, if you go back to the life analogy, if all you're doing is focusing on life and not and how it's not where you want it to be, um, then, then that's you're not living in the moment and it's going to bring you down. But if you could be transformed by focusing on where you're at, I think it makes for a better future for you and ultimately for the person you're trying to help. Yeah, and I think when you do focus on where you're at, if you give some gratitude to it, that can go a long way too. Because, you know, no two journeys are the same. No two of us are going to have the same journey in life. It's it's kind of interesting when, I, when you look at it. Um, myself, I would have thought I'd be married, have kids, etc. But I'm bebopping on my journey. Craig had some kids at a pretty young age and making his way toward the back end of the child raising. John's kind of right in the thrones of it. It's, it's we all just sitting here have a very different journey that we're on. And I think that that's important when we do meet people where they're at in life to recognize they're on whatever journey that is for them. A lot of times you don't understand why you're going through the journey until you get to the end of that whatever said journey is. And it makes all the time, effort, energy that you're on the journey worth it kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's also important to keep in mind that, uh, you know, the actions that we take or the interactions that we have reverberate out in the world uh, and have either good or uh, negative uh, consequences as a result of that. Uh, going back to something that CC said, you know, you it's a challenge uh, raising children and seeing them go through those process. There's no shortage, especially when you have a little boys that they do silly things and um, things that test your patience. Um, but if, if it's something that you can teach them a lesson where they can learn something from uh, and do that in a constructive way, it can be an opportunity to grow and move forward. Um, and certainly I'm guilty of it. I've overreacted on some of the things that we've had. And that can have a very negative impact, negative influence, a negative way that, uh, you know, your kids view you, um, at least temporarily. Uh, so 
Uh, I think it's important to to recognize and realize that, you know, all the actions, all the things that we do every single day don't just stay with us and they go and impact everyone we interact with. Yeah, I think that's awesome, buddy, because I was thinking about sometimes when someone does something nice for you, it can be something really simple. Could be a big deal to them that they're doing for you give you a gift open a door something just a simple act of like telling the person thanks is meeting them where they're at right yeah. it takes two people one gives one receives you got the other end of that coin being able to say hey thanks for the cookies thanks for whatever to be able to do that is a pretty pretty cool thing too because you got to always look at the person on the other side and i think that's pretty neat what you said there too john about you don't know how what you're doing is going to be received for the good or for the bad you know what this reminds me of the book I gave you guys, Theology of the Body. <laughs> oh. Some undertones here, huh? I don't here know. Go, baby. I'm sitting there listening to y'all talk, and you think about it. You know, if God gave us this body, like if this is the vehicle that he's given us to be on earth and be his light and be God in action, well, then, like you alluded to, Matt, if we're on this journey, we're all on a different journey, but there's all of our journeys have good days and bad days. And, I mean, I can just speak for the three guys here that— I've been in the good and the bad with both of them where I'm living on the high life and then the reverse side, I'm down in the dumps and I, you know, my, my brother here might be in a better part of life and he can be, he can meet me where I'm at in that dark time to help me through that time, that moment. And like Steve alluded to, you know, I can think of times where I've had, I've been a good influence and probably a bad influence and the repercussions of those actions, um, in the presence of the people that I was with, I had the opportunity to be the body of Christ in that moment and, you know, the actions I do or don't do could impact the person that I'm trying to influence. And so, you know, meeting people where they're at uh, goes a long way. Uh, how I'm behaving, how I'm carrying myself, you know, what I do with my body, what I do with my actions, because um, I do know that in my journey of life, I do need people to be there for me. Yes, yeah, see, I think that's pretty real awesome what you were just saying, because there is that when you look at the three of us, the dichotomy going on here. Um, I think you're right. It's been, and it's really symbolic, I guess, of all, all of us in this world. Not all of us have been on the same page in our own lives with where we're at, which is kind of how the world works. It's it's tough to everyone be at the high. I'm sure y'all can relate sometimes with your spouses or your kids. Like maybe one of y'all are boom, just living it up and the other one's not quite feeling as good. But it's uh, I think it's one of those interesting things in life and why it's important to try to meet that other person where they're at because one of our purposes is to try to help each other out. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's I'm reading a book right now, uh, one of the two books that I'm reading. Um, it's called The Father at Night. Um, it's written by Michael D. O'Brien. Um, and he talks about, you know, small, meaningless uh, interactions that may start you down the path uh, to lead you in a direction that you may not want to go. Um, and he refers to this as a little splinter in the soul. And I think for a lot of people who may be not living a life that they want to live or may feel lost or depressed or have these issues you know it, it was a very interesting concept that if you start you know with small uh and meaningless you know pretty insignificant things but you accept that as being right and true and moving forward and continuing down that path without saying okay maybe this isn't right maybe i shouldn't do this behavior or have this action you are slowly submitting yourself down, uh, you know, a path that may lead you in a very dark direction at some point in time. Yeah, it all starts somewhere. And that's no little snowball effects. What it also sounds like sounds like to me. Another thing that um, I want to give a shout out to my man Father Keith here. 
KP. Yeah, baby. Oh, love Father Keith. Um, he told me something one time. It was a long time ago. It stuck with me. I might have already mentioned this a long time ago when we first started the pod. But uh, people come in and out of our lives for certain reasons, certain situations. Somebody you might see on the side of the street for a minute, visit with them, a stranger in the parking lot or something. Somebody might be in your life, a coworker or something for a few years. Somebody might become like your wife, be in your life your whole life. We're all meant to go in and out of each other's lives for a certain time, for a certain purpose. So I think it's pretty, it's always stuck with me when I run into people to try to say, hey, why Why is this what it is, right? To teach you a lesson in life, maybe to learn something or for you to help them. Well, I'm excited that you think my wife is going to hang around. Whew. God bless her soul. <laughs> no, you're right. I think it's true. I can think of lots of times in my life. Um, I look back over the last 40 some odd years and uh look at the relationships i had in my teens my 20s my 30s some of these individuals i still talk to some i don't but at that time of my life they were very important parts of my life and um really probably shaped the direction um of where i'm at today you know and it's really wild when you think about it um one way we could impact each other's lives you know there's this saying that caring is more important than knowing i think if any point in time you meet somebody and you can be there for them. You may not have the answers. They may have a, a really difficult thing and you might not just know what to say, but if you can care for them and love mm-hmm. them and just be present, that may be all it takes. And in that moment in their life, if you never see them again or who knows what paths will take, that might be the, the moment that they needed to change their life. And it was just being there for them. Yeah, I agree, buddy. And with what you were saying, it is pretty interesting. When I was reflecting back, as you were saying that on my own life, I have friends that were my best friends for years, like my childhood friends, still still friends to this day, but like super tight, saw them every day, talked every day. Then I had some people in college that were some of my awesome friends who we all live in different parts of the country now. And then some are still my, my good buddy, Cannon, still with me to this day after a long, long time, long, long little journey there, even though I'm a travel diva and whatnot on his hands. Um, <laughs> now he's, he's a new papa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he sure is, man. Got to go actually see see the little newborn the a uh, couple of days ago. But um, I think that's a really good point you make, Craig. It, and I think that's probably a neat exercise for all of us to look back at why people have been in our lives and why we've met them where they've been. Yeah, and you know, it's it's not necessarily something that you even have to find somebody who's down and pick them up. Um, you know, sometimes it's just allowing someone to tell their story. Um, I ran into one of the young ladies who works at uh, the Walmart by my house, and um, we kind of got to the front of the line um, or the back of the line at the same time, and I said, hey, aren't you one of the checkers and she said yeah i said well look let's go check me and you out oh. so I, you know, there was a long Typical, line trying to there, hop was, on there was a long line whenever we got there so we just joked about that and just started talking about it and you know for her she's getting married this week and she's like this is my last day i'm off for a week well chit chatted with her a little bit found out she's going to be getting married this weekend so uh you know her she was super thrilled and excited to share that so um you know i allowed her to let me have it, and it was it was a fun time. It was it was neat to see her. Uh, you know, she already seemed to be in a good, pleasant mood already, but just brighten up and exude joy from that um, anticipation, excitement of that upcoming experience. Yeah, John, I, it, it doesn't have to be a situation where it's 
meet someone when they're down in life. You can meet someone where on the highs of highs and you might be with them and for sure. freaking go tag along, go on a trip with somebody and go experience those kind of things in life too. Uh, it's, it, I think it's very important to go experience the joys, make some memories too in life as well. Mims. Mims says, Mims, baby. <laughs> All right, listeners of the pod world, we're going to flip it over to our weekly segment of what made you hit the gas, what made you pump the brakes. And we've got our brother CC today and he's going to be hitting the gas. All right, so I literally hit the gas last weekend. Um, Bam! Boom! Bebop. Bebop. Took a little road trip. <laughs> a little road trip. Me and April, um, my wife, decided to roll to H Town. Nice. Big, yeah, big Houston. Um, I have two brothers who live there, and my youngest brother uh, has one child, a little boy who just turned one year old. So he had his one year old birthday. Yeah. And that was cool. Uh, we got to go, and we kind of made it a little bit of a. Uh, a visit slash date weekend. We got a hotel room so we could kind of do our own thing and, and do a little Christmas shopping, but also got to spend Saturday at the birthday party. I have another brother that lives down the street and his family was there. So, you know, I was able to meet little Max, my little nephew, where he was at, at one year old and <laughs> watch him, you know, shove icing in his face. Ah. And it brought back memories from my daughters were one year old and they get the little smash cake, you know, yeah. and they, they kind of don't want anything to do with it until they get that first taste of icing. Um, and then it's all over. So that was fun. That was me hitting the gas so I could go and hit the brakes, I guess, in a sense, and slow down a little bit. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Uh, what kind of parents are your brothers? Did he, did they let him have a cake and get after it like that? You know, so not, not everybody does that. Yeah, and it's so. funny because they said he doesn't really like sweets. <laughs> you know, he, he likes, like, you know, savory food. Give him some food food. Yeah. So he did, but he got a little bit of that icing, and it was a blue cake, like blue icing, and so it was all around his nose and his mouth. It kind of looked like a little clown, and then whenever he started, <laughs> he started to cry at one point. You know whenever the clowns do the sad face? Yeah. And it just looked like a little baby clown. That was hilarious. <laughs> These are the times I wish we were on the YouTube or had video of Craig describing that whole thing. If one could have seen it. Oh, my gosh. Great facial expression. <laughs> but, oh, another little fun thing. We went to this restaurant called Sochi or Sochi, X-O-C-H-I, and it was voted best restaurant in Houston for a few years. It's kind of a higher-end, uh, let's say, Mexican food. But the guy, it's his original recipes from Mexico City, very authentic, absolutely delicious. As you know, those fancier restaurants create very elaborate dishes that have multiple layers of flavor and presentation. But nonetheless, they did have a queso on the menu along with some other things. The way they wrote it, it was very complex, but you realized it was queso. And one of the things that came with it was a trio of insects. Hmm. It's like trio of insects. And what, the, what, what were these insects? Well, yeah, they were, the, the name of the insects bugs. were in Spanish, but we looked them up and one was like a worm. One was a beetle. One was a cricket. No ants. I don't think they were ants. It was like, I was like, don't kill does, my, do you don't get like a brothers. little bowl of insects with your cake? We didn't get it. Nonetheless, we, we didn't get it. I stuck with the things I knew I was eating. But yeah. anyway, I thought that was kind of weird. So did you go and teach them how to make a Craigarita? Oh, man. Did you get behind the bar? Did you get any Mexican food? God, you know, well, that was supposedly Mexican, but it was like moles and, uh. you know, that had some mezcal, which is a, you know, kind of a smokier tequila, kind of smoked. It was very good. Um, not no margaritas though. No margaritas. <laughs> I was just wondering if you broke it out behind the bar, be like, "Get out of the way! I'm Excuse gonna make me. my own." This is a crackerita with crickets. <laughs> Secret ingredient. Add a little protein to it. <laughs> oh man, well that's great, CC. Thanks for sharing that with us, and um, we thank all our listeners for tuning in this week. I, I think it was a great topic. I'm sorry it took us a little while to get around to it. 
John, if we would only told us sooner, we could have got this thing out there a while back. Um, and we appreciate everybody listening in, the support we've gotten um, so far. I would second what our buddy John said. Um, if you think about it, we'd love it if you'd send us a review or maybe even holler at us with a uh, topic or two you'd like us to discuss. And hey, try to take a little something from the uh, pod this week. Try to try to look at the people we meet in life for the purpose and see God and all. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need, yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me? I'm living